Welcome back to another episode of Create Your Life with your host, Tessa Lloyd. I'd like to acknowledge the traditional owners of the land on which we meet today, the Wadarong people of the Wadarong Aboriginal Corporation, and pay my respects to Elders past and present. Hello, hello again. Okay, so if you listened to the previous episode, which was episode seven of Create Your Life, um, you will hear that we really dove into some Q&A questions that were sent in you guys about um, the LGBTQI plus community. And as I said at the start of that episode, this is only coming from my experience. I don't want to explain myself again for anyone who was listening previously. So if you want more um, prefaces and Claims, then please head to the uh, previous episode so that you understand where I'm coming from when I explain um, my answers to these questions. So some things that we've already gone through is what it's been like to be single and queer. Um, what have you learned about um, yourself after you have come out? Do you miss sleeping with men? What is the best thing about women? And is it worth it coming out? So we are going to keep cracking on with these questions okay the next question I have here is why do people still struggle to understand being queer and I think that that is a really really beautiful question and a really complex question (laughs) so thank you for stretching my brain cells today um I personally believe that when we don't understand something, we're, we're afraid of it or re, we reject it in general. Um, and it's because of that that I think a lot of people are, are trying so hard to understand and I do it myself. Um, there's always nuances that I'm, I'm wrapping my head around But what has been really healing for me, because I don't understand anything either, what's been really healing for me is seeing that no matter what I don't understand, trust that they understand what they need to understand more than anyone else. So if you don't understand gender fluidity, just know that the person who identifies as gender fluid understands. (laughs) Okay, It's it's not on your shoulders to understand every complexity in the human race and every beautiful detail of someone's coming out journey and every reason that someone has done something it's not actually up for you to understand just see them see them happy see them content see them at peace and know that that's all you need to understand Um, but in terms of why people still struggle um I think that's very very uh that's actually relatively simple to explain and that's because from a young age that's what we learn and that's what we internalize that um being straight is normal in Disney there's a prince that saves the princess and 
in so many rom-coms, there is a man that meets a woman. And in superhero movies, the woman is trapped and the man saves her. And it's not all the time, but it's what's sold to us, you know, so very clearly. Not to mention that most of these Disney princes are under 18, under 16, and they're being like sold off (laughs) or they're being, you know, met by dwarves or a prince. And that's a whole other issue, which I won't get into. But when it comes to struggling to understand it, it's because our brain makeup is wired to find it hard to understand And we are only pushed to understand it when when we come to that place within ourselves. There was so much I didn't understand before I came out. And it's been a long time of practicing self-compassion for that um, part of myself, that side of myself who wasn't, who just wasn't aware of those things and just thought of things a different way and shouldn't have said things that she said and we've all said things we wish we hadn't have said if we knew better but once we know better we can do better and do better know that you don't need to understand know that if someone is within this community they have fought a fight somewhere know that when you ask why there is no straight pride day Straight people have pride from the get-go because they are not threatened because they are straight. There are so many other reasons why a straight person might be threatened, but it's not because of their straight sexuality. (laughs) And I think there's just so many reasons why it's, it's hard for some people to understand. But what's really beautiful is that if you are safe within yourself and if you understand within yourself and if you find value and worth and and love within that part of yourself, then that's all that matters. Easier said than done, but when it all boils down to it, if you can put your head on the pillow at night and know that that is who you are and that is what you take pride in, fuck yeah, How many people don't come to that place? Next question is, how did I find putting myself out there knowing how some guys might take this? So I was saying in the previous uh, episode, I interpret this as um, how did I sit with the fear of not being valued for my body or valued being an attractive item to a man if I opened up about who I was and therefore was not attractive anymore to him Um, and that is 100% a reality for some people 100% and I mean it probably is for me I don't see inside the brains of men Um, I know that it definitely took away a lot of dynamics within my friendships where society tells men and women they can't be friends because there's sexual attraction there. It's really (laughs) been kind of cool taking that dynamic away, even though that's all based on a construct as well. It's been great being 
able to go to another depth with the men in my life in terms of friendship and then it has also been something that I've thought about before and I know that a lot of people have probably felt this am I desirable because we're brought up as young girls how are you being desirable for men constantly he won't like you if you're fat he won't like you if you have body hair he won't like you if you cry constantly and it's all it's not hardcore messaging that I received but it was messaging that I received and we we all go through it men go through it as well how to be desirable and when I I mean it's been a whole journey I came out as bi and then my little spirit was like, fuck it, I don't like identifying as anything. So for a while I was a soul lover and then I wondered if I was gay and then I just realized, fuck, I'm trying to put myself in a box which is the same old system that I've tried to leave. So I've left it for a while and I'm just seeing what sits right at the moment for me. And it's been a journey and a part of that journey was yeah coming to a place of being like fuck okay this whole my whole life has been centered around my future with a man and being desirable for men so when I take that away what's left and what's left is fucking rainbows and unicorns and sunshine (laughs) but at the time it, it it's worrying to I think your ego and and fears around being loved and accepted and um, valued in a society that constantly places men's opinions of us above our opinions of ourselves. So it is subliminally deemed okay to throw away your power in order to be liked or in order to be attractive, in order to be accepted and that comes down to um, coming out as a woman who, who I mean, this is part of my journey, but now is really not in a place where she would be, you know, open to spending the rest of her life with a man. And it may change, but where I'm at right now, that's that's how it feels. And not even that, the, the chemistry with men or the... Um, you know, sex with men or dating men. Um, And that takes away a big part of what I identified with when I was younger because like a huge part of me romanticized being swept off my feet by a man. And watching that die has been interesting because um, there's parts of me that still, I mean, we all love it, right? There's parts that love when the man protects and the man provides and the man loves and supports and you know there's still so many beautiful parts of that I see within men that I I love and accept in so many different situations but watching that need for their validation or that need to be desirable for a man die has been like so wild And also being really wonderful that, I mean, coming out for me was a big fucking detox when 
the desire was gone and nothing was left after that, after sexual attraction. I'm like, well, fuck, what were we, you know, what was the connection? Um, so yeah, it felt big doing that and it feels big constantly. Um, it even feels big saying to you guys right now that where I'm at is knowing that I won't spend my life with a man. That feels big. I also have this inner voice that hates being locked into anything and committing to a label. So that's probably a voice that's playing out as well. Um, okay, here's a question. Did I enjoy sleeping with the men that I slept with before I came out? Yes, I did. There was... Um, there's another layer to this, which is how much importance we place on the male and female um, sexual connections. And um, what I was always craving, like I said before, was connection and love and support and intimacy and chemistry and joy and feeling something. And so when I got that with men, that was amazing. And I'll never say no to that part of my life. And I also, I think it's so shaming for men when women come out and they're like, oh, you just didn't have the right dick. Like she just didn't have it good enough with you. She just didn't find the right man. Like it's so shaming. It takes the power away from the woman and it shames the man and makes it look like there was something wrong with the man in the first place. Um, so yes, I liked sleeping with men beforehand and I had so many beautiful experiences with men, um, and yeah, still get along with most of my exes as well and still have come to a place of understanding there. So yeah, I will never deny that, um, side of my life, but for me, it's always moving towards what feels good and what feels best for me is being with women. So I, in this case, just actually would say it's not about the gender. It's just who makes you feel the best, who makes you feel supported, who loves you, who builds you up, who understands you. And for me, that's women. And that's not something I need to explore further if that makes any sense like for me if I was to be opening a door to find quotation marks the right man that's just picking at a wound that doesn't need to be picked at <laughs> I know what feels really beautiful for me I know what feels true and I just wouldn't move towards something for the sake of resolving a question within myself um, yeah, and that's where I'm at right now. Might change. Don't think it will change. <laughs> Do I ever wish I was straight is my next question here. Um, no. When I would have these little panics <laughs> at the start when I was telling my, my close community, I would be like, oh, fuck, it'd be easier to have not known this, but that was only a tiny fleeting thought. I was exhilarated when I realized, when I came to terms with it. 
I was just so happy and so excited to open these new doors. Um, so no, I don't ever wish I was straight. There's, there's moments where you can see that um, sometimes straight life is, is more simple. But for me, I'm like, oh, trying to fit into that, the old Missy Higgins quote of a triangle trying to squeeze into a circle. If I had to do that now, my God, I'd be like, no, give me the queer life back. Um, and so I understand why I was so frustrated or when I felt so much shame about when I wasn't being true to myself. Um, no wonder. It felt like squishing myself. Sometimes I, I mean, I think in general, I've seen it be easier for straight people to find a partner. It's just once they get in there and men are trying to understand women and vice versa and they get told that, you know, we're all just so different and women are hard to understand and women are emotional and men are stoic and men provide and women receive and men are hunters and gatherers and women stay at home and feed the children. I'm like, fuck, when you get in there, I, I thought it was much more complicated um, being with a man and trying to relate in a world that tells us we're so different as opposed to being with a woman who understood certain parts about me that a man might not have. But I do see that finding a partner while you're straight can be easier because it is considered the default and it's considered that most women are into men and most men are into women. So, you know, making eyes across the bar or going out to a club where it's mostly straight people or, you know, even dating apps are thriving with, um, you know, straight men who want a straight woman. So, yeah, I think that's the only thought that comes up for me when... I see the question, do you wish you were straight? In terms of what I think might be underlying this question, which is, do I ever wish I didn't have to deal with things like shame and doubt and worry and guilt with being, with identifying as a queer woman? No. I love being queer. And I love knowing that that's where my life is going. And I love that I have been taken through the personal development ringer being who I am. And every day I'm grateful for that. And every day when I'm feeling comfortable within myself, I know it's because I navigated that. Am I worried about having kids? No. So I just want to put it out there. It's relatively simple for same-sex couples to have a child just going to put that out there do you worry about having kids <laughs> because they're they're a handful you know are you worried in terms of um like in terms of actual children that's not where I'm at at the moment anyway but when it comes to it, the actual logistics of it is um, readily available to a lot of queer couples. There is still um, some really fucking stupid laws that exist, even though Australia has come a long way. There's some really stupid laws that exist. But in general, no, I'm not worried about having children. And I'm so excited to raise a child with my future. Um, 
my future woman. And I'm so excited that they'll, because like who I end up with is going to be such a bad bitch. Like my kid gets to be raised by two fierce as fuck women. How cool. And when they see men, the men that I've let into my life, I will love wholeheartedly and have, will have no resentment towards because they are my best friends. And they love me for who I am and I love them for who they are. And these children who are surrounded by parents who are so unhappy, who are surrounded by um, broken marriages that continue to stay together because till death do us part, that's what makes me worried about kids. And that's what makes me worried about having kids. So in terms of if I'm worried because of my sexuality, no. How did my parents react? So I'm really, really fortunate that I, how I think about things in terms of my sexuality now is... I just don't even blink about it. So when people ask me questions, I'm like, oh yeah, I forget that it's not the norm. Um, And I think a big part of that is I've been really well supported within my family to be who I am. Um, Naturally, there was a moment where my parents just had to readjust how they saw me. The way that they saw me is that, um, that, you know, they've been with men, they probably want to date another man or something of the sort. And I think that a lot of parents just take a moment to go, okay, I had seen you this way. It's not that way. That's okay. I'll adjust. I'm adjusting. And there was some fear from my mum naturally about how people in a country town would react and I really I just had so much compassion for that and I remember having a conversation with mum because she you know she loves her little girl and she didn't want anyone to hurt me and she was wondering who I was going to you know, if I was going to come out to some of my family friends and if I wanted to come out before I had, I was in a same sex relationship. And I was like, mum, this is, you know, this is happening either way. And I think it was really beautiful for me to see her in some of her fear and have compassion for that. And then just be really fierce in my identity and say, I don't give a fuck if they don't support me with this that will be a very clear cut sign that they need to go. So I was quite fortunate that when I came out, I was very fierce about who I was. And I think that helped me to soothe my parents in a world where people are still harming queer people. And yeah, that that's the only um, that's the only story around that. Apart from that, I have been wonderfully supported. They were so beautiful with um, my ex girlfriend. They are so supportive of who I've um, you know been on a couple of dates with here and there. They are so supportive of of who I am, and it's just not even a conversation anymore. Um, and whenever I'm changing my mind, whenever I'm 
tossing some things up in my life whenever I'm considering how I want to go forward in my future. Um, yeah, we just have a really beautiful relationship of them letting me flow with what I need to and, and just being there regardless. So yeah, my, my parents reacted really well. My mum held my hand cause I was crying and she's like, it's okay, sweetheart. And my dad took a moment to, to take it in and yeah, from then on, it wasn't really a conversation. They just, it's cliche, but the conversation has always been around what makes me happy. So when I wasn't happy, um, you know, in straight relationships that concerned them. And when I wasn't happy in a same sex relationship that concerned them as well. And that's, that's all there is to it. So I'm very, very blessed. And I know that that emotional safety that I've been provided with in my family is what has led to, to this point as well, like being open to, you know, telling you about this on a podcast episode so that hopefully this supports you guys to have some of these conversations as well, if you want to. Um, I think that's where I'm going to leave our conversation today. My God, thank you so much for these beautiful questions. And also thank you for having compassion for something that you don't understand and having the bravery to submit something that you don't understand. And the, the beautiful, it was queer women um, who submitted questions about coming out, like, thank you for showing up. And I see you, and I want you to know that regardless of your quote-unquote coming out process, your sexuality process, your gender process, your personal growth process, you are fucking valid and worthy, whatever it is, whatever you identify as, whatever you don't identify as, you are worthy, regardless of what your story looks like. And that's all that really matters. (laughs) My loves, thank you so much for tuning in to the past two episodes which combined to um, cover our queer Q&A episodes. It is constantly amazing me, the bravery within this community um, and constantly amazing me how far we're coming and how we're moving forward with heart instead of judgment and that's just such a privilege for me to witness. So thank you. I love you all. I will see you soon for another episode of Create Your Life. Until then... Stay well (laughs) and I'll talk to you guys soon.